forever. And we just want to welcome you on SoundCloud and our podcast at Word at the Ranch. Thank you for tuning in this week. And we've been doing a series on faith, and we're going to look at some other key faith scriptures on how to fight the good fight of faith, how to live by faith, because the Bible says that we that just live by faith four times, and how Abraham, our father of faith, lived, and how he brought his promise to pass as well. Amen. That God promised him. So let's pray in the meantime before we go to Romans 4. Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're right here in our midst. We thank you for a fresh word and season. I thank you that the joy of the Lord is in this place and that you hit everyone here today with a fresh douse of the love of God, a fresh douse of joy, a fresh douse of every fruit of the Spirit that's already in them. I pray you ignite that today, this morning, that they may live in their fruit, their true selves, and we carry that out to a dying, hurtful world. We thank you, Lord, that we are the light on the hill, and a city on a hill cannot be hidden. We thank you, Lord, that bringing others to us, the lost, bringing them into the kingdom in these last days. And you said in your word, if we'll pray and ask you for the nations and for the Gentiles for our inheritance, you are faithful to give it to us. So, Father, we do that this morning. We ask for the lost on their behalf. We intercede on their behalf. We make intercession for all those in authority as well. In Jesus' precious name, Father, move them, prick them, speak to them, get them in Jesus' precious name. And we assign our angels to do that as well. To continue to give them the word over and over and over again until they are converted, until their eyes see, until that veil is removed from their eyes that Satan has put on them. Prick them, Lord, and give them the word to help them see as we have. I thank you for that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of thee dwelling in each one of us, your believers, your children. Therefore, we pray from that condition. We pray from that revelation and insight into the lives of others. Holy Spirit, show us who to pray for, how to pray for them, and how to pray in tongues, when to pray in tongues, and to keep on doing it until the end. We give you all the glory and all the praises that our faith is ignited in this place, for where two or three are gathered, you're here with us. Thank you, Lord. We agree for peace, like Clarissa said, provision health and healing and restoration upon everyone here this morning and listening. That you move, Holy Spirit, on their behalf, the minister of the church, the Holy Ghost, the healer, the teacher and the comforter. We welcome you in this morning and give you full place to minister and move as you wish. We welcome you. You're a perfect gentleman. We bless you and we thank you for doing it. And if you agree with that one, say amen. Amen. Good morning, everybody. You feel his presence? <laughs> you just worship him long enough until you're right there hand in hand. Amen. You can worship your way through anything and into anything. Praise God forever. Well, have, show of hands, how many know it's a time of transition? <laughs> All right, that's, a, that's unanimous. Every, we're on the same page. Praise God. Does anyone feel that at a time of transition? People are going back to school. New jobs are starting. New businesses. New ministry. God's on the move. Amen. Praise God. If the devil's on the move, you know God is. Amen? And you know we are. Praise God. So we're working hard. The devil's working hard, so we should just work harder. Amen? <laughs> we can overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen? So go with me to Romans 4, if you will. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. I miss Cher today. I thought she would have a word for us. Let's <laughs> feel that spirit of prophecy come in during worship. But praise God, we bless you here today as well. Thank you, Jesus. 
The Spirit of the Lord says, Stand strong. Stand strong and won't be long. Stand strong until the end. If you endeavor to stand forever, it won't take very long. Keep on standing. Fight the good fight of faith. And run your race, not looking to the left or to the right, but straight. For I am ahead of thee, and I am your rear guard. Stand strong all day long. I go with thee. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. So Romans 4. Praise Jesus. And this is our father of faith. Again, Abraham wasn't the father of the Jews, and he wasn't the father of Christian, and he wasn't the father of Islam. <laughs> he was the father of faith. Amen. Now those, those tribes and people came out from Abraham. But God plucked Abraham out from the land of Uz and said, get out of your father's land at age 75. And he was obedient and left, not knowing where he was going, but he was heading toward a promised land. Amen. But Paul clearly tells him, tells us that he is the father of faith, the father of us all. Abraham wasn't Jewish. Abraham wasn't Christian. Abraham wasn't Islamic. He was just a man that would teach his, God's precepts to his children. And God chose him and plucked him out. Father of faith, the father of us all. That's why other faiths, or religions you can call them, came out of Abraham. But it all started with what? Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We see here our father of faith in Romans chapter 4, and Paul writing to the church in Rome tells us today, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Amen. Anyone got trophies at home or medals at home? You got a little trophy room? Well, yeah, you got something to boast about. Amen. But it says here, not of works, lest any man should boast. Our, our walk of faith, our life of faith is to give glory to God all the days of our life. And the more you give glory to God, the more closer and closer He gets. And the more faith comes. Faith just comes in His presence. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. He was the Word made flesh and dwelt among us. So this life of faith is really about fellowship. You know, if my faith's weak, I just know I'm going to get close to God and have his faith rub off on mine. That's what Abraham did. He didn't have the written word. He had the spoken word. He had presence. He had God. And look, I'm just amazed reading the book of Genesis and how God just met him over and just longed to meet him and to be with him and to speak with him. Same with everyone through the Bible. I just see that about God, how, how he longs to be and converse with his people. And how these people that were noted in the Bible, the only difference between them and others is what they just took time to be with him back. They just took the time to be with him. And that's why they're noted here. And we'll read the Hallmark of Faith next week. But that's why they're noted. They just took time to be with him. And to just do what he said. Amen. <laughs> so your time matters. It's the one asset on earth you'll never get back. Your time's important. Money comes and goes, but time doesn't. So I always tell people, use your time wisely, because that's the one thing you can't get back. You know, don't let anyone steal your time. Focus your life, you know. You only got 120 years max. So what you do with it is up to you. We live focused lives, amen? Can't be, there's a lot of distractions. Raise your hand. <laughs> Can you tell the distractions? There's a lot of distractions. But focus is the key. Just stay focused on Jesus, His coming, and His plan for you and me. Everyone's got it, their own plan. 
You ain't going to be standing before me or your spouse or your friend or trusted one, your pastor. You're going to be standing face to face with the Lord Jesus Christ when your time comes. And he'll look at you and say, hopefully say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Inherit the kingdom. Amen. If you've got a mansion upstairs, we should have mansions down here. Amen. God built them for us. Amen. Praise God. You told me today, the cattle on a thousand hills are the Lord's. And the silver and the gold is mine, saith the Lord. So he gave us the earth and the devil came along with that Babylonian world system of commerce to try to steal everything God placed in the earth for us, his children. But it's time to get that back because he's coming back for a glorious church. That means children living in his promises. Amen. And in the kingdom is full. Your best days are ahead of you. I got good news for you. I'll always have good news for you. <laughs> Jesus will always have good news for you. He is the good news. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. He is the gospel himself. As long as you have Jesus, you'll always be good. Good is inside of you. Amen. His goodness. Praise God forever. Say, Jesus lives. <laughs> and he lives inside of me. And say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, I'm in a personal relationship with the creator of the universe. He's my savior. He's my healer. He's my provider. I take him personally at his word. He hastens his word to perform it according to his will. Be it done unto me in Jesus name. Amen. That's what Mary said and that's what gave place to Jesus to come to earth. All right, be it done unto me according to your word. Here am I, use me, your maidservant. And then, and then Jesus was born. But if someone didn't say yes, God would have had to say no. <laughs> Think about that. If someone doesn't say yes, God has to say no. I, I wake up every morning, here am I, use me today. Feel free to use me, Father. Is that your prayer? Is that your desire to be used by God before you leave earth? <laughs> To talk to someone, a stranger on the streets who needs your touch and needs your voice and needs God through you. We're all assigned to somebody. You know? And we can only reach the ones we're assigned to. We're all different. We all have different genetic makeup, pedigree, and personality. I can only reach the ones that I can reach. You can reach the ones only you can reach. So God needs you. I mean, you're here on purpose. We know that, right? Isn't it great to be filled with purpose? When things change in the world and everything flex, to just be steady and just know who you are and whose you are and who's in you and whom you're in, it never changes. It's just steady. It's steadfast. You're just built upon Him, the rock. It never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If He was rich toward Abraham, guess what? He's rich toward the seed of Abraham. That's me and you. He doesn't change. Amen. People change, times change, but he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did a miracle on your body a year ago, he'll do it now. Amen. If he healed you five years ago, he'll heal you today. <laughs> if he blessed you with a thousand bucks a month ago, he'll do it again today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And faith is now. Faith is today. We take it of his word right now. Right now. Say right now. Right now. <laughs> Teacher got it. I got I got you. <laughs> Praise God forever. Vice <laughs> President of the United States, she's asking for that. Uh, Donald Trump, yes. Thank you. He did more for uh, I did believe for the kingdom of God than any other president who's lived. 
our founding fathers, don't forget them. They set the foundation. They believed God. They were in agreement. Amen. September 18th, we'll be celebrating the Constitution. Amen. Autumn's birthday. Don't forget me. Just remind me of that one. That's your birthday gift. A copy of the Constitution, Olive. Bless you. <laughs> Happy 7th. <laughs> Praise Jesus. But God is good. And I find throughout the Bible, God laughs, and so do His people. They get close to Him. Alright, back to Romans 4. For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, that's a right thing in God's eyes, to believe. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works, we ain't working to be saved. Praise God for a Savior. Amen. We ain't working to be rich. Praise God for a provider. Amen. Now your works link to that. He'll instruct you in the way to go. And then we have a ton of scriptures that say, everything you put your hand to shall prosper. So we're supposed to be putting our hand to the plow. Amen. And not looking back. But he is our provider. He provides my work in due season. Just like the ants, right? He provides their harvest in due season. And then when it's harvest time, they know to work. They just do it. It's natural. Same with us. Amen. We just know where to go. We know what to do. Call in business. What we put our hand to. Prospers. Whatever we put our hand to. And we're all called to put our hand to something that would prosper not only us, but the kingdom of God and others. Amen. We're blessed to be a blessing. He establishes all the work of our hands. And the Bible says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Meaning your gifts and calling go hand in hand to prosper you, your loved ones, and the kingdom of God as a whole. And the world who needs it. They ought to see the blessing in motion in you. The blessing in motion in Abraham. The blessing in motion in his seed. You. Amen. Abraham, the father of faith, the father of us all. Now to him who works, the wage is not counted as good, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him and justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. And skip with me to verse 7. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven. Say, I'm forgiven. forgiven. Therefore, I'm blessed. See that? Absence of sin equals blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. With faithful Abraham. Abraham. I'm blessed with Jesus. He is my blessing. I'm in covenant with him. The blessing himself. He is my shepherd. I shall not want. He gives me the desires of my heart. Now say this with me. Maybe only half of you are going to say this. I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> it's mine. I'm going to get it. Amen. See, don't let time defeat you. A promise is a promise. He didn't say how long, but he did promise it you. And then we have the patriarchs who even died in faith. They died believing. That hallmark of faith we read about in Hebrews 12. They died in faith. And I said it last week. When Jesus returns, he's going to be looking for faith. When the Son of Man returns to the earth, will he find faith? So he's always looking for faith and accounting it to you for righteousness. As long as you wake up believing and still standing, God treasures you. His thumbprint's on you. His favor's on you. He's marked you. You're now a marked man and woman living by faith. Because the world ain't. They ain't marked. You are. You're marked. God's own fingerprint is on you. 
made in the same exact image and likeness of a faith father who spoke words and things were, who lived by faith, created by faith. We live by faith, we create by faith. That's how we live. <laughs> we create by faith. We don't create by what was, we create by what is. Faith is the substance. Faith is now. We live by faith. We create by faith. Gas prices continue to drop in Jesus' name. God can create your body. He can supply your gas. Amen. God's the source. He put it in the earth. He ain't going to run out. I don't know where man got the crazy idea to either ruin the earth or help the earth, but man can't do it. God created it. It's in His power. Amen. And everything's for a set time and season. When it's up, it's up. You know, we were in Whole Foods the other day getting lunch. I'm just speaking on time here. And I noticed that every kiosk now on checkout, there's a palm reader. And you just wave your hand, your palm, and it reads you and checks you out now. Amazon Fresh, I heard, does the same thing to get in the store. Didn't I say that the Mark of the Beast would come through Amazon one week? <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Amazon. But, you know, we were eating lunch there as a family. I'm like, oh, we're getting pretty close to the end here. We got a hand reader to check out buying groceries. Woo! It's getting close. Time is sped up. You ready to get out of here? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go up with my kids. It could happen in a twinkling of an eye, it says. Any moment now. We could all just take off. He's just waiting for souls. As many as I can get in the family. Come on, hurry in before we all go up. Come on in, quick, quick. Amen. The time is sped up. And we're going to be out on the first load. How about you? The first boat. Amen. And I told Clarissa, I said, you know, it still amazes me. The mark of the beast can't show up while we're still here. But when we leave, we're always going to show up. But I saw, you know, things aren't falling apart. Things are falling into place. Everyone says the world's falling apart. Well, yeah, but it's falling into place. We have a glimpse right now of the tribulation period. That's what we see out there. God is giving us a glimpse into the tribulation period that we ain't going to be here for. It can't take place with your authority here. Think about that. How powerful you are withholding the Antichrist. Antichrist can't dominate without Christ. While Christ is still here, right? <laughs> so once Christ in you leaves and we depart with Him, you do what He wants. And then we'll be watching. Great cloud of witnesses encompasses us right now watching us. Praying for us. Boy. It won't be enough without us. And just think, I was talking about that at Whole Foods. This is our conversation at Whole Foods. After the palm readers. <laughs> this is what we talk about. God stuff, amen? <laughs> what was I saying? What was I talking about? Don't remember. Now I'm thinking about the food I got. I got soyaki chicken and a nice salad. Anyone hungry? <laughs> the food's great. It's good. But the end is coming. And we're going to have a hand, a hand, in casting that serpent the devil, which all sin originated, into the lake of fire and watching that too. And we're going to have a hand in creating a new heaven and a new earth. You want to get design your own home. Amen. New heaven and new earth in which dwelleth righteousness. Well, that's me and you if you're saved. The unsaved ain't going to a new earth. That's why we got to get born again. <laughs> Take them with us. Anyone you love unsaved? 
Make sure they come in before you leave. Just do it. Get them in. You don't want to leave them in hell, do you? <laughs> Amen. So praise God. The Bible just, uh, the wind flips my Bible everywhere. We were on uh, Romans 4, right? Please bear with me under these climate conditions here. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I don't know. Are we in a drought? <laughs> Anything I see on the freeway, I, I don't usually trust. <laughs> we're in a drought. Uh, Gavin Newsom wrote that. I don't believe it. <laughs> Again, God's provision is forever. He'll never run out. He'll never cease. God set this thing up. I think he knew what he was doing, don't you? Yes. Amen. I mean, what is that? About 10 billion people now on the earth? We went to a park in Laguna Beach. We had the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> I said to Clarissa, I said, look at this. 10 billion people on the earth. And we got the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> we ain't running out of room. <laughs> Amen. Let's just bring others in with us. Praise God forever. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin, whose sins are covered. You're covered forever. Does this blessedness then come upon the circumcised only, or upon the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it accounted? While he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while circumcised, but while uncircumcised. And he received the sign of the circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had while still uncircumcised. He was before the law. Abraham was before the law. That he might be the father of all those who believe. That he might be the father of all those who believe. So if you're a believer, if you live by faith, you should go back and check up on Abraham and how he lived and what he had. Because that's your inheritance. And my Bible says in Genesis 13 too, that Abram was very rich, say very rich, in cattle, silver, and in gold. That's part of your covenant and your inheritance. Now how you get that is up between, between you and the devil and God. How you call that in, how you live that out, how you walk that out, is between you and God. What you sow, what you reap, the work of your hand, what you're called to do, that's your business. Amen? But it's kingdom business. And it should profit all of us. Amen. Are you called to pray all day? Are you called to be a prayer warrior? Are you an elder in the church? And you're just called to intercede and pray for us and pray for others? Amen. That's a great position to have. Amen. Everyone has their own gifts and calling. We just want to be in it when it comes. Amen. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. I stayed in my calling. I stayed in my position. I did not leave to Texas. <laughs> I stayed in California, the pioneer state, and pioneered my way in my family. Amen. You planted us on our own land. We will not be uprooted from it. I will not leave because of a bad governor. I will not leave the U.S. because of a bad president. Why? Because God's blessed this nation. And what God has blessed, no man can take. Praise God forever. And the father of circumcision, to those who are not only of the circumcision, verse 12, but also who walk in the steps of the faith, which our father Abraham had while still uncircumcised. He was a faith man, which means he was a word man. He had his ear turned to God to live by it, to live by the word. Faith just does what the word says. That's it. It just does what the word says. It just obeys. That's living by faith. 
For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law. Again, the law wasn't given yet. Moses had not yet come. But through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are, are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect. This is written by Paul the Apostle, a Jew, a converted Jew. Because the law brings about wrath. He was a Jew. He upheld the law. He obeyed the law. And look what he's preaching. For where there is no law, there is no transgression. Verse 16. Here we go. Therefore. Whenever you see a therefore, ask what it's there for. That was a long therefore. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. No faith, no grace. No grace, no rewards. No grace, no kingdom. All trace back to faith. No faith, no kingdom. Again, who who comes to God must first believe that he is. And that is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You must first believe that God exists to come to him. You cannot be an atheist and come to God. You must first believe. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Somebody has to get the word to that person for them to believe that God exists and for them to come to him. they got to hear the word because faith comes by hearing it. Amen? So we're word sowers. You know any atheist, just give them the word. You know any agnostics, just give them the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. They don't need your opinions. They don't need your arguments, your lifestyle. They just need the word just like you did to get saved. You needed the word to get born again. Faith comes by hearing the word. This is why we just put the word above our own, our own selves. It's above my thoughts. It's above my feelings. It's above my actions. It's above my will. It's his will. When I speak it, things work. <laughs> when I speak it, he goes to work. It's his will in action. It's his will in motion if it's coming out of my mouth. Amen? When I speak the word, God moves. If you speak your word, you move. If you speak God's word, he moves. I just want to speak his word. How about you? How many of you want a move of God? Yeah. Then we need a move of the word. Amen? Sowers of the word on the move. On mission. Sowing the word. Praise God forever. It is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure. Say sure. sure. To all the seed. All the seed. That's you and me. All the seed. The promises are sure. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead. This is what God does. This is what faith does. Gives life to the dead and calls those things or speaks those things which be not as though they were. My New King James translation says, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. By his stripes I was healed. Through his poverty I was made rich. You're redeeming the time by speaking the word. The days are evil. How do we redeem the time? Through speaking the word. It changes time for us. Changed all time. For all time. He's eternal. He's the eternal word. He is the word. <laughs> God is His Word. You cannot separate Him. He is His Word. Are you your Word? We're our words. Whether we, some people know it or not, you are your words. You are right now what you've spoken. You have become what you've said. He's His Word. We're our words. Think about that. That's how important your words are. 
Because they dictate your future and who you are. You will become what you say. So don't say what you have, say what you want. And become it. See, the Word became. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. It all starts and ends with the Word. This is how it began, and this is how it will end. What's going to happen? Just read the book. Just read the Word. I got good news. We win. <laughs> read Revelation. We win. <laughs> Any day with Jesus is a winning day. Any day with Jesus on earth is a win. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. I will, that's my will, I'm getting my mind, my will, and emotions in line and in check when I say that. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm not going to be sad in it. I'm not going to be despondent in it. I'm not going to be depressed in it. Just leave that junk to them, amen? amen. <laughs> they can have that. I'm going to be glad in it. This is the day. Whatever God tells you to do, you'll have joy doing it. Amen. If he tells you to go kidnap Joe Biden, you're going to have joy doing it. <laughs> and hold him ransom. You ain't going to be angry. Amen. You ain't going to be sad. You ain't going to be mad. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And the fruits of the Spirit will be operating in what he's told you to do. You're going to have joy in it. Someone may have joy doing that. Will that make me happy? <laughs> Not doing it, but seeing it. <laughs> What's taking so long? <laughs> Anyone ask that? What's taking so long, Lord? Can't you just flick them out of office? You know, like, what the heck is going on? Uh, it's written, in the last days, men shall get darker and darker. Darker and darker. It's all in the book. Again, the world's not falling apart. Everything's coming together. It is written. Amen? So this is the first and the last. The Word. I don't need to be scared of what's happening because it is written. I have peace in knowing what's going to happen. How about you? Yeah, the world won't fall apart. I have great peace in knowing that Satan's kingdom's coming to an end. How about you? And that we in the kingdom of light live forever. Amen? And he's coming soon. Whole oh, Foods has palm readers. He's coming soon. <laughs> forever. Well, the signs of the times are evident, but I don't live by them. We live by the Word. Amen. You can have hope in a troubled time. His hope Himself is in you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Isn't that a promise? Ever feel alone? I'm not moved by what I feel. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Anyone have a loved one go off to heaven? Well, they weren't alone. They were escorted. So sorrow not. Don't let sorrow grip you. Then you'll start feeling sorry for yourself. God don't want you to do that. We have great hope, a great future. I know that when I die, I'm going straight into His presence. Or my children, when we leave here, we're going straight to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. What hope, what glory we have. Nothing can sway us. Nothing can make us afraid. We know where we're headed. See, when you know your future, it eliminates fear. It erases fear of the present, knowing where you're headed. <laughs> God's an adventurer. Have you noticed that? 
called Abram out without telling him where he was going. God's an adventurer. Check out this land. Walk around here. He went out not knowing where he was going. He was wandering, it says. God's an adventurer, amen? This life of faith is an adventure. I don't know what's going to happen next. What's God going to do for me today? That's an adventure spirit, amen? God is the original adventurer. Amen? He had to be in Christopher Columbus. He's an explorer. Amen? The Word of God's exploring you right now. What are you up to? What do you want? What are you doing? Where are you headed? The Word of God's working in you right now. Exploring you. Just let the Word work. Just let the Word work. Say it with me. Be it done unto me. According to your Word. Amen. Praise Jesus. So God gives life to the dead and calls those things which don't exist as though they did. And here we see a key in living by faith. Verse 18. Abraham. Who contrary to hope, Abraham, in hope, believed. In hope, he believed. Do you believe in hope? Jesus is our hope. Who contrary to hope, in hope, believed. So that he became. This is a becoming period. He was called at age 75. Isaac didn't arrive till 100. That's 25 years of training. That's 25 years of experience. That's 25 years of becoming the father of faith. It doesn't happen overnight. Faith is a lifestyle. Christianity is a lifestyle. Amen. It's not a service. It's not a church service. It's a lifestyle. It's life. He lived by faith. Who contrary to hope and hope believed so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider. Think about that. Great faith does not consider the natural. Great faith does not consider. Be it done to me and according to your word. If it's impossible, it's God. Usually if it's possible, it's you. But God specializes in the impossible because he's possible. That's why it's called impossible. I'm possible. It's all possible to God. If it's impossible, it's God. <laughs> Amen. Not being weak, he did not consider. Not being weak in faith, he did not consider. He didn't let his natural thinking mind rule his life. He let his faith rule his life. He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not consider those things. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Well, I don't know if that's entirely true. <laughs> because I see in Genesis 17 that he and Sarah laughed at the promise of God. You want to look there with me real fast? I just want to show you that Abraham was still a man. Genesis 17, if you'll turn there real fast. Genesis 17, verse 15 says, Then God said, said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be your name. God touched covenant with Abraham and actually mingled his name with his, and they became one. One flesh. That's why Sarah gave birth, and he put forth seed. Because God got involved and changed their names with his name. From Sarai to Sarah. Sarah. Abraham. From Abram to Abraham. God entered covenant with them and put his name in their names 
That's when she got pregnant. Who gives life to the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. You're in covenant with God. Your name's written in the book of life. See, you can't find your name in the Bible. You may not have a Bible name. Now it is a Bible name. Your name's now written in the Lamb's book of life. You've become word. <laughs> You're born again. Your name is written now. Maybe not in this copy, but in the copy upstairs. And that's the one that matters most. Your name's now written in the Lamb's book of life. Because Clarissa's not in the Bible. Me and the kids talked about that last night when she wasn't listening. But... <laughs> She said, Sophie was, Olive's in the Bible. Rebecca's in the Bible. I said, that's good. I said, Elizabeth's in the Bible. I said, that's mommy's middle name. <laughs> and I said, but guess what? Her name is written in the new book, the Lamb's Book of Life. And that's what matters most. Amen. Your name is written. <laughs> Sorry, Clarissa. She just became aware of that. <laughs> Sophie figured it out. What was I supposed to do? And I will bless her. God's promise to Sarah after he changed her name. See, what are you calling yourself? Maybe you need a name change. Jesus changed names. When he picked disciples, he changed their name. He entered into covenant, changed their name with his name. Put his name in there. Amen. Praise God. He's the great I am. That's what he calls himself. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Verse 17, you may want to circle this. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. <laughs> what do you mean he didn't waver? <laughs> Come on. You ever receive a promise of God so big, you fall on your knees and laugh? That just shows me the fellowship of God. How playful he is. I think he laughed with Abraham. That promise is so big. What? I'm nearly a hundred. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> but the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So all he did was receive the Word. And Isaac was born. That's what his only part was. To just believe the Word. And let the Word work. Abraham then fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, not out loud, but he did say in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Have you ever done that, said in your heart? Or you think it's your head? What? I wonder. <laughs> said in your heart, without words. <laughs> shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, call her name Sarah. That was fast. He caught on quick, huh? Called his name Sarah, right there, on the spot. And shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. This is my only plan that I can see happening. That Ishmael is going to be the father of nations. He's giving that back to God. Amen. He's uh, communing with God here. He's reasoning with God. Didn't God say that in the scriptures? Come let us reason together. Come let us fellowship. Let us talk it out. Amen. Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said... No, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his descendants, say, here am I, here am I. 
after Him. So you're grafted in. This is your heritage. Amen. You're more Jewish than Gentile. This is your lineage. That's why we stick up for the Jews. We were grafted in. That's why we pray for Israel. We were grafted in. Praise Jesus. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him. Islam? Ishmael? Still blessed. Father of faith for them. Abraham? Father of us all. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. God's hands on them too, huh? Because of faith. Not religion. Faith. He shall beget twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant... Well, here's a difference here. There's a difference here between the blessing and the covenant. See, they're blessed, but they're without covenant. See, the Jews are blessed, but they're without covenant. Amen. Islam's blessed, but they're without covenant. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac from whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Next year. That means she got impregnated almost on the spot when God spoke and God changed their names. God entered the scene. Miracles happened. Intertwined himself with her and him. Got in their marriage. Got in their relationship. Changed their names. Became new creatures. Type and shadow of Jesus for you and me. New creatures. Old things had passed away. That 75 years, they passed away. Here's a new promise for today. All things have become new. You'll have a child. You'll have a son. You'll call a name Isaac. He's new. I know you're 100. It don't matter. All things new. All things new. All things new to your body today. I feel the Spirit. All things new to your mind today. He makes all things new. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Say, my flesh shall be fresher than a child. I shall return to the days of my youth. You mean business? You mean business with your mind and your body and the devil? You'll have what you say. You shall return. He makes all things new. You're a new creature in Him. A new species of being. Who's renewed internally from the inside out. Day by day. Day by day. My mind's renewed because my spirit's new. My flesh is renewed like a child because my spirit's new. It's brand new. Earth hasn't seen it before until Jesus came. New creatures. Saints. Set ones. Set from heaven to earth. Spirit filled. Alive with the life of God. You can do anything. What can't you do? Once we get past our heads, we can see spirit. The spirit's inside of you down here. You should see from your belly, not your head. The world sees from their heads because they're not a spirit. But you've been made new. You are a spirit who has a soul. You should be in charge of your soul, your mind, and your body. I told Lily that last night. You're in charge of your mind. You're in charge of what you think. You won't have bad dreams if you say so. No. 
I choose what I choose to think. My spirit's awake even when my mind's asleep. I choose what I choose to think. See, my spirit's in charge. I don't have bad dreams. I can watch a horrible movie like Dracula and not have a bad dream after. You're in charge of your mind. You're in charge of your mind. Don't let the devil in. He said, Paul said, I take every thought captive and bring every thought into submission, subjection. I cast it down. I don't entertain it. Get. I live a clean life. Get. Temptation, bow down to Jesus. I'm the property of God. His blood was shed upon my body too. His body was broken for mine. I honor it as a living sacrifice. My body's His. It's not mine. I don't choose what to do with it. My body belongs to my wife and God. It's theirs. Amen. That's why Clarissa dresses me. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Where would men be without wives? <laughs> But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you. <laughs> I get Linda every time with that one. You talk about the president or you talk about marriage, Linda's going to say something. Praise God forever. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> modern president. I've said it before, Donald Trump. Does that satisfy you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reagan? You said Reagan? Well, 80% of America would agree with you that Reagan was the best president. <laughs> I speak those things that be not as though they were. I am the best president of the United States of America. <laughs> Praise God. Alright. Let's move on. Let's move on in faith. Is anyone getting something from this message? Praise God forever. Go with me to 1 Timothy and we'll wrap up. I got five minutes. There's a birthday coming in. A hundred birthdays celebrated here today, right? At the home. Praise God forever. 1 Timothy, if you will, chapter 6. <laughs> Say, God is so good. God is so awesome. <laughs> There's nothing my God cannot do. There's nothing our God cannot do. There's nothing our God cannot do. Did I say 1 Timothy 6, 12? It says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? Because it's a, faith, it's a fight you win and win and win. Faith will always win. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. It's a fight we win. Paul charges his young Padawan preacher, Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life today. Faith can grab hold of eternity and bring it into the now. Lay hold on eternal life today, to which you were also called and have confessed, that's words, Paul's linking words in faith here, and have confessed the good confession. Notice the good fight of faith is controlled by the good confession of faith. The good confession. It's not what we think that matters, it's what we say goes. Isn't that true with God? It's not what he thought that mattered, it's what he said that went. It's what he said that happened. Amen. To which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. All of heaven's listening to your words. I got news for you. Ready to back them up. 
your ancestors who have gone before you. I know Grandma has prayed some, some cooking gigs in for me on my behalf. I felt her presence. I knew that was from her. She prayed that in. And she was a cook herself. But praise God, you're encompassed about with a great cloud of witnesses. Your loved ones are praying for you from heaven. It'd be unjust if they didn't. Of course they're praying for you from heaven in the presence of God. You don't think they can see you? We're encompassed about with great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews says. They're witnessing you and me. They ain't lost, they're found. They had Jesus, they're praying for you. Amen? Speaking things over you. Probably speaking the word over you right now. You had a mother and father gone off in heaven with Jesus? They're probably speaking the word over you right now, just like they did on earth. Praying for you in heaven, just like they prayed for you on earth. Their work ain't done. Nothing's finished when you get to heaven. It just begins. Amen? That's when it really begins. This is just training ground for our eternal work. And then 1 Timothy 1.18, if you'd like to back up there real fast. 1 Timothy 1.18. We wage a good warfare. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. Has anyone had a word spoken into their life? That by them, by them, you may wage a good warfare. We wage warfare by what? Words. We wage a good warfare by words and speaking those words. Having faith, having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the what? Concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. I ain't going to believe no more. That faith stuff, it's a bunch of hoax. I quit. Some having left the faith, suffered shipwreck. Well, they usually ain't here no more. They passed away. They died prematurely. Suffered shipwreck. They left the faith. They departed. They stopped believing. If you need to, just play Journey when you wake up. Don't stop believing. Come on. Don't stop believing. They got it right. Hold on to that knowing. Change those lyrics. It's not a feeling, it's a knowing. Amen. Faith is a knowing. I just know where to go. I just know not to do that. I just know not to enter business with that person. I just know. Faith is a knowing, not a feeling. Concerning the faith that suffered shipwreck, of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may be learned not to blaspheme. Words. Therefore, I exert first, first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Be made for all men. Say all men. Amen. Made in the same exact image of God. For kings and who all are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. The church that stops praying for those in authority won't live in it. We have to pray for all those in authority daily. No one's left out. President Biden ain't left out. He, he's included in all men, right? Don't stop praying. Prayer is what changes things. It's what changes things. <laughs> we got a JFK fan here. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> Amen. 
Hey, if JFK is in heaven, he's praying for me. Amen. Next president of the United States. Praise God. <laughs> there you go. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men, including JFK, to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. <laughs> Amen. Say it with me. I the just. Live by faith. I am an overcomer. My faith overcomes the world. Linda, if you want JFK to be president again, you just keep believing, okay? Believe him back into office. <laughs> Let's go. Can I give you one more? Can I, can I get a couple minutes? Can I give one more? First Peter 5, please. This is to someone here today, amen? First Peter chapter 5 says, The elders who are among you, say, Here am I. The elders who are among you, say, Here am I. I exhort, who am a fellow elder, Paul, the aged here, or no, sorry, Peter, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory, say also, that means you are too, a partaker of the glory that will be revealed, say, I'm a partaker of that glory. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being example, say examples, say Christianity's a lifestyle, to the flock, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud. I told Thursday the other day, I saw a guy at Whole Foods, I was buying beef, he was in front of me, and I could, you could smell the pride, you could see the pride, it was just that arrogance, that cognitive, just pride, man. Pride of the world. And I told her I tried picking a fight with him. <laughs> I tried getting in front of him and just seeing how he'd react, you know? Because the Bible says first comes pride and then the fall. I just know that guy's going to fall if he don't change. Somebody's got to upset him, you know, get in his face, do something. He didn't respond. Anyways. <laughs> but first comes pride. God resists the proud. I tried to not let him get his meat. God resists the proud. I'm on the move for God. <laughs> He's resisting you. It's not me. <laughs> God resists the proud, but gives grace. Say grace. Grace to the humble. To the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all, say all, all your care upon him, for he cares for you, Linda. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in what? In the religion? In your good works? No. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Like that movie Dracula with the cross? The cross ain't going to do it. The faith will do it. Amen? Resist him steadfast in the faith. Praise Jesus forever. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. 
If you're going through suffering, take your eyes off that word suffering and put them onto the end result. Perfect. Establish. Strengthen. Settle you. Get your eyes off the suffering and put them on the promise. Put them on where you're headed. Because you ain't going to stay there. Your light and momentary afflictions are just for a moment, Paul said. You're coming into an eternal weight of glory that far outweighs them all. It's like they never even happened. You're just passing through into glory. Amen forever. So just keep your eyes on the promise. Perfect. Established. Strengthened. I'm settled. I'm perfected. I'm being established. I'm strengthened. I'm settled. That's your promise. To Him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And our last fight in the good fight of faith is found in Ephesians 6.16. Above all, taking up the shield of faith. Above all. Above all you do, take up your shield of faith. Take up the Word. Above all things, speak the Word. Take up the Word. Put it over your house. Put it over your head. Put it over your business. Put it over all your bank accounts. Put it over your body, your mind, your children. Above all, take up the Word of God. The Word of faith. The shield of faith. With which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. If the word's in your mind, the devil can't get there. If the word's in your body, the devil can't live there. If the word's in your heart, the devil can't touch you. Wherever the word is, the enemy can't live. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all, say all, all the fiery darts of the enemy. Those thoughts ain't yours. Take up the word. You overcome thoughts through the word. No! By your stripes I'm healed. No, I'm the peer. Shut up. Get behind me, Satan. No, I'm the righteous. No, I'm anticipating His coming. Therefore, I'm purifying myself. I'm the Holy One here. I'm holy just as He's holy. You're defeated. I cast down that thought. I cast down that vain imagination. I don't live in them. We live in the Word. It paints its own pictures. I live in the Kingdom. I see the Kingdom through the words that you speak. The more you speak the Word, the more you'll see what it says. Amen forever. Who against hope, believed in hope, calling those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Say, I live forever. My greatest days are ahead of me. As the world collapses, me and the kingdom will shine. I'm a light on a hill that cannot be hidden. I fear no evil, for He is with me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He's walking with me, hand in hand, and I'll never let go. He's with me here. He's with me in my tomorrow. He's my eternal Savior. I live with Him forever. He's in charge of my life and my destiny. And He is my plan. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If I need more life, I go to Him. He is the truth. He is the way. He is my life. Say, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I have on the helmet of salvation. 
I know I'm saved. I know I'm born again. I know when I die, I'm going to heaven. And no one can talk me out of it. In Jesus' name. Now give God a hand clap. Praise God forever. Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for today.